0: Hey Fly Gems, and welcome to another episode of Break the Mold Podcast. I am your host, Lady L. I hope everyone out there is doing fabulous and great. I hope you guys are surviving these times, this new normal that we're living in. Just want to send blessings out to all of my listeners and my followers at this time. I know a lot of you guys are going through a lot. I know change is never easy. There's so much you're dealing with right now. We are dealing with still a pandemic. We got this virus going around. We are now dealing with insensitive times. We're now dealing with racism, injustice. There's so much people are dealing with. People are dealing with personal loss, loss of whether it's you losing someone to death or you're losing jobs, personal possessions. There's so much going on in the world that people are dealing with. So I just want to send the world right now a huge hug. And um, we will discuss some of those topics that you guys are dealing with in some future episodes as well. Don't think I'm um, going to skip over that because I'm not. Um, I just want to say thank you. For the feedback on the last podcast we did on Burning Bridges, Burning Bridges did exceptionally well. Um, a lot of you guys got a lot of great gems from that particular episode and it's been life-changing. It, it I kind of reminds me of my toxic relations ship interview that I did. And, um, that was a life changer and a game changer as well. So, um, I love it. I love seeing you guys strive for the best. I love it. See it to awaken things in you, change things in you so that you can, again, be successful and go after your goals. The whole point of doing this is to help you heal. Break the mold is my movement. Break the mold is about breaking cycles, breaking generational cycles, breaking things that we've even been born into been told we should do breaking society norms of things how structures and systems how people say we should do things break and and I want to stress this it's breaking those things that are setting us back those things that are causing us harm breaking them bold beans, not being afraid to take a chance on yourself not being afraid to try something new that's going to elevate your life we want to eliminate those um holes that fear has had on us. So um, even with all the injustice that's going on in the world, you guys are doing something new, trying to progress with change with that. So you're making um you're making moves with that. That's breaking cycles. So we want to continue that conversation and lead everyone to a path of healing. Because there are, this world is hurting and people have hurts. That go all the way back, and they're carrying so much and I just wanted to, if anything with my pat my podcast excuse me, help you release some of those things that have you weighed down that you haven't healed from, so you can heal so you can live that life, so you can live your best life so you can walk free, not hate others, not be able to enjoy others. I want you to be, get to a point in life where you can say, I am happy. I am at peace and I have joy in my heart. And the only way we're going to do that is you have to heal and get into that place. You shouldn't be sitting back thinking about Oh, I want to be happy or oh, I want to be at peace or oh, I want to have joy or you shouldn't be watching somebody else live a happy, peace and joyous life and get mad because they are walking in happiness. No, you can do it for you, too. And so gone are the days where we are waiting for people to give us everything on a silver platter. We're going to learn how to be self-sufficient in these new times. We're going to learn how to be in charge of our own happiness, our own peace, our own joy. Because again, a lot of this goes back to the decisions that we make. You ch- ultimately you choose whether you're going to be happy. You choose whether you're going to be living a life of joy and living a life of peace based upon those decisions. So we got to reprogram something so that you're making the right decisions. A lot of people are just making the wrong decisions. And that's why you're not living in your happiness, your peace, and your joy. And so we need to reprogram those mindsets. Now, it may mean you have to give up something. It may mean you have to walk away from some comfort zones. It may mean you have to live a whole different life, a new normal, than what you were living. But I can't answer this for you. Only you can answer this Is is it? How valuable is my peace, happiness, and joy? How bad do I want it? If you want it bad enough, you will make the changes. But if you are content with being comfortable and being miserable and sad, then that's that's you. That's again, that's a choice. So, let's get into this podcast episode. So, in this particular episode, I. I want to talk on the subject of baggage. And a lot of things, I will say, well, let's scratch that. And I like my podcast because it's raw. I don't do any edits. I don't do it fancy. I give it to you raw and 100. I'm teaching you to be authentic. We just roll. We hit record and we just roll with it. We're not trying to doctor it up, make it look fancy or anything like that. You're getting the raw undertone of the podcast. So I'm gonna say this disclaimer for all those people who like perfectionists out there, for all those people who like to oh this this T's not crossed, this I's not died, who cares? We're giving the information is more valuable than perfectionists. Like we're just putting the information out there to change lives. So roll with it or you can hit the exit. It's just that simple. Okay. So In this episode, we're going to talk about baggage. Sometimes the barrier between you and your happiness is the baggage you're sitting on. The baggage that you are carrying. The baggage that you are concealing. So I'm going to give it to you from this perspective. A lot of people want to be in relationships. A lot of people want to be married. You know, a lot of people have those fantasies of being with someone. But I want to ask you this Is it fair to get into a relationship with someone, a partnership with someone, and you're bringing excessive baggage into the partnership or the relationship? Is that fair? It's like bringing sand to a beach. The beach is beautiful. Everybody wants to go to the beach because why? The beach is beach is beautiful. There's a beautiful scenery. It's just a peaceful. The beach, the beach is very peaceful. So, only thing you have to do when you go to the beach is really show up. You know, of course, you're going to bring your suntan lotion, your glasses, your bathing suit, you know, your towel, you know, some waters, you know, things like that. That's cool. But the beach is providing you a sunset, a beautiful blue sky, sand, and a pier. So the beach does not require you to bring your own sun, your own sand, your own ocean water, or your own pier. The beach has it. The beach got that. So I use the analogy is. Why would you bring extra sand to the beach? Why would you bring that extra baggage? The beach doesn't need. The beach has its own sand. And it's beautiful. And it's a beautiful foundation. That's laid out. It doesn't need you bringing extra sand. It, it has that on lock. So the same thing with your relationships. Why, if the relationship has a, if you're first meeting someone for the first time and you're trying to establish a foundation, they are a human being, you are a being. And you guys are supposed to come together to build something beautiful together. You can't build something beautiful together if one of you or both of you are bringing excessive baggage in. If you're bringing ugly baggage from Relationship's past situations from the past, things that you've never dealt with and they creeping up into the relationship you're messing up the foundation of a partnership in a relationship already. I hope I, you guys can get that image now You don't want to be like the bag lady in Erica Badu's song. You know, the bag lady, you're going to hurt yourself dragging all those bags like that, child. And that's what a lot of you guys are doing. You're hurting yourself because you are dragging and bringing along excessive baggage in your life to friendships, relationships, partnerships. And I keep stressing this over and over because I really want this to sink in. So... Some people have been taught to put a band-aid on everything. It's like when situations arrive, they've been taught not to deal with them. They've been taught to, oh, well, let's cover it up. Let's not, let's just, let's just ignore it. Let's ignore it like it ever happened and let's just keep moving. Meanwhile, it's still bothering them. Meanwhile, you still have anger towards the situation, frustration towards the situation, malice towards the situation you're sad you're angry you have anxiety you have all these feelings towards a situation and you've never gotten it out of your spirit you've never said it out of your mouth you've never gotten it off of your brain it's impacting the way you sleep at night you can't get rest a peaceful night's sleep because your mind is constantly going with the thoughts of what happened you're seeing it in your dreams It's playing out in your life, how you interact with other people, because now other people remind you of past situation and things that you've been through with that situation because it's never been dealt with. That person, whoever was also in the equation of that situation. Now there's animosity between you and that person because this has never been dealt with. It's just been buried. And so now you live life aimlessly and then. Something else happens, let's say a year or two later and you get into another situation and something hurt you or something made you mad and you don't deal with that situation and you bury that one. And then you go on and two months later something else happens and you're mad about that and and you don't deal with it and you bury that. So now you're just packing on situation on situation on situation and you're trying to live on top of this and you're walking through life frustrated you're trying to mask the pain. Some people opt for alcohol, they opt for drugs, they opt for sex. There's so many things people do to mask pain so they don't have to feel it and they don't have to deal with it. But you're doing yourself an injustice and you're doing the people around you injustice. Even the people you're gonna come encounter with in your future. So you're sitting back saying, oh, I want a relationship. But you're just bringing and adding on extra layers of baggage that someone else has to deal with. And that's not fair and it's not right. So it's like this. You meet someone. And now you've got, let's say, four years of baggage with you. You meet them, you know. You're in the honeymoon stage. Of course, the first two months, three months, whatever, everything is always good in a relationship at first, right? Everything is good. You know, you make me laugh, I make you laugh. You make me smile, I make you smile. Hey, we going out? We doing this? You know, all the cute stuff. People, that little bliss stage. You know, the honeymoon stage. People show their representative in it. You know, that time frame. Then all of a sudden, when things are at a point where you should be building together and evolving together to grow together, something happens and it triggers something from your past that you've been through, that you've never dealt with. This is now brought into the relationship. It is now on the forefront. It has now become a topic because your relationship cannot progress because You have now opened Pandora's box to an old issue that it's not your spouse's problem or the person you're trying to get in partnership with or your friend's issue. This is your personal issue. You're bringing into something beautiful. Something so beautiful now has something toxic in the middle of it because you haven't dealt with it. So now we have put a roadblock into something that we could have been growing together. It's like putting a brick wall up. So now this issue may bring out several things. It may bring out trust issues. It may bring out insecurities in you. And when a person has trust issues, they move and operate a different way. When a person has insecurities, they, again, move and operate in different ways. Insecurities can bring out the worst in people. Because when a person has is insecure about something, they start operating out of a place of fear. Insecurities will cause you to look at your mate with distrustful eyes. You will start accusing them of things that are not true. You will start blaming them for something your ex has done and they haven't shown you that they're not, that's not even their character. You have now assassinating the character of the person you want to be in a relationship with. You are now starting to compare the person you want to be in partnership with friendship relationship with to someone from your past. And now this person has a die. You have diluted this person's character all within an instance Because of something from your past that has crept up that you haven't dealt with. Let that sink in. So I'm giving you the visuals for a couple of different reasons. Because this is what several people do as in we do this in society. And this is what happens. You have to stop looking for someone to save you. You have to learn how to save yourself. A lot of people don't deal with their issues from their past. Their past hurts, their past pains, and they're burying it. It's because they're thinking, oh, and I get in a relationship. This, my spouse, my partner, or my friend, they're going to make me happy. And they're going to bring the peace in my life. And then they're going to bring the joy in my life. You're looking for someone else to fix your brokenness. And that's wrong. You have to fix you before you enter into partnership with anyone. Business related. Friendship. Spouse. You have to make sure you are whole. It's not the other person's job to fix you. You are when you do that, you are created a burden for someone else. And that's not fair. And I'm gonna be honest with you, that's very selfish. It's selfish to put your burdens on someone else because you have not dealt with them. When you truly love someone, or if you want to enter a relationship of love. You love someone so much that I don't want to be a burden to you. I want to be an asset to you. You ever heard of the equation, especially in financial terms, there's assets and there's liabilities. When you bring excessive baggage to a relationship, you are now a liability. Nobody wants to deal with a liability. A liability means you are bringing... We can't grow together... You're holding me down. You're holding me back. You're holding the situation down. This is I'm signing up for a liability. Nobody wants a liability. I want someone who's going to be an asset in my life. That goes friendship-wise, relationship-wise, partnership-wise. An asset means they got their stuff together. They're whole. I'm whole. We can build. We can grow. We can continue growing. The streams are going to keep coming in and keep growing. And we're just going to keep flourishing. When you are bringing excess baggage and hurts and pains into situations you are a liability and i'm gonna catch you with this you are toxic you are a red flag so when you don't heal from those pains and those wounds you have now put a stigma on you of being toxic a liability And bag excessive baggage. A lot of times, we don't look within ourselves and see that you may be the actual problem in the dynamic of the relationship, the partnership, the friendship, because these things you have not dealt with. And that's so unfair to ask someone else to sign up for that. They're trying to, like when you get in a relationship with someone, they're looking at somebody whose heart is open for love. Someone whose heart is open to learn me enough to learn how the ways I need to be loved and be free. And then we, you know, we got enough to fight. We got the world to fight. We got, you know, things in life. We don't need all the the stuff from your past. Let that sink in for a second. But too many people are bringing their baggage into partnerships and relationships and looking for someone else to be the fixer upper and that's not how it works. That's why it's important for you to be happy and at whole and at peace before you join partnership with someone. And I'm going to put a disclaimer. If you are in a relationship with if you came into a relationship happy and at peace and joy, and during that relationship, you're losing your happiness, you're losing your peace and your joy. You got to do an evaluation of that relationship because a healthy relationship is not going to strip you of those items. And if it's stripping you of your happiness, peace, and joy, it may you might not be in the right relationship. And it, you know, honestly, it's not a you might. You're not. It's something you're not supposed to be in. And I'm not saying maybe not at that time, you know, at a later time. It's just wherever you are in your life right now, that is not the situation for you. Wait till that situation is healthy and then rejoin it later on and, you know, resurface that, retouch that later on and see then see where that person's mind is later on down the line and see if that's something healthy. But you do not want to enter a partnership with someone who's taking those elements away from you. You do not want to. Be the person who's coming into the relationship with all that baggage. That's why it's so important to heal these wounds beforehand. You got to get it out of your system. I'm going to go back to what happened with George Floyd for just a second. I put up an analogy on my Instagram. I said, whose neck do you have your knee on that you're holding resentment towards? and i said that to give a different perspective because too many people are holding resentment towards people for things in the past from things that have happened from situations that's that baggage you're carrying and when you hold on to baggage for so long it it surface is head like resentment and resentment comes out in rage frustration anger you can blow up on a dime. A lot of people sometimes you can blow up on your partner. Then you have a situation of spousal abuse, something you don't want, something you don't need. If you if you know if you have anger problems, it's not fair to get in relationships with people and expect them to understand that. That's the and that's another problem. You expect too many people to understand Your inadequacies. No one's perfect. Don't get me twisted. No one is perfect. But you have to take accountability for who you are, what you bring to the table, and what you need to work on. It's not fair to drag someone else into that. Not enough people take the time to heal. Healing can last years. It depends on what you're carrying and what you're dealing with. It could honestly take you two years. It could take you four years. And it may not take people that that long. But in that time span, when you know you got stuff you haven't healed from that you're carrying, you can't bring someone into the equation. Men, you can't bring a woman into that equation. Girls, women, you cannot bring a man into that equation. The man is not there to be your knight in shining armor to fix what another man has done to fix that brokenness in your heart, girl. He's not for that. You're not you taking away love from him for him having to do that. And I I think we've seen displays of that on TV. I don't know. You know, we've seen things in our family. We've seen things with our friends and that people have done this. That's wrong. I'm here to tell you just because you've seen it, it doesn't make it right. And it's not right. That is not their responsibility for that. You are supposed to come to a situation whole. The right heart. You should have a renewed heart, a clean heart. You can't come to a relationship with a person with a heart of ice. Just stone cold heart. That needs to be thawed out. You can't come to situations where your heart is so guarded. Nobody can't even get the key. You can't even knock. You got so much fork knocks on it. And I'm not saying not to guard your heart because you should guard your heart. That's a whole nother different situation we'll talk about. But if you're guarded, you can't be open at the same time. It's it's not going to work. And a lot of you guys are doing it a lot. And you and you guys stop jumping from relationship to relationship. Men do this a lot. I know, ladies, write some notes on this one. The way men get over relationships is getting with another female. That's, I know that's the men's thing. But let me tell you where there's an issue with that. Just because that's been done and don't make it right either. And let me tell you where the problem is with that. You put somebody else hard in the mix. Fellas. It's men, men, men are not designed to be alone. That's why God created Eve for Adam. So that he doesn't have to go through life alone. True enough. But God didn't design Eve to have to deal with Adam's hurts and the deal with the baggage before Adam, excuse me, before God brought Eve into the situation with Adam, she, God made sure there was the right foundation laid out for her. Go back and read Genesis in the Bible. It's the first chapter in the Bible. He made sure everything was ordained the right, Foundation for her before he brought her into the equation. God did not bring Eve into a situation of mess. There was some mess going on in the garden. But God made sure there was a beautiful foundation laid out for her before he brought her presence in. And that's the same way you should look at life. And men, that's the same way you should have your life. If you want a lady in your life, don't bring her into your mess. You fix that. She was not designed to come into your mess. So if you got girlfriends from the past, you got side girls, whatever it is you're dealing with, you got alcoholism, all this, you know, whatever you're dealing with. Make sure you are healed of that. Make sure those things, those doors are completely closed. It doesn't mean, oh... I'm going to straddle the fence. I'm going to talk to her and have my eyes out on her. But I'm going to have homegirl on the side just in case. Like, you can't do that. You got to be completely free, completely open. Because what's happening, men, is when you bring another woman into the situation or a girl, depending on where you're at, go back to my podcast on grown girl versus grown boy. And learn what your role is. Are you a grown man or are you a grown boy? So, when you bring a third party into the situation, you are awakening someone else's love. Let that sink in for a second. A lot of men do this. What happens is, if you're using another girl to try to get the get the eye of another female, you're telling this girl all these sweet nothings, these sweet things, you got her heart open. Now she's thinking, oh my God, this guy is so wonderful. Like he's this, he's that. And she's falling in love with you. Meanwhile, the whole time you're looking at the girl across the street. There's a, you're looking at the girl who you really, really desire, you really want. And you're using her to try to figure out you're either using her to build your confidence because you're insecure, or you're using her as like a practice, or you're using her as a rebound. Let's really call it what it is to console you because you can't be with whom you want to be with. You are now awakening the love of a woman you don't have no desire to be with, and that is not right. And then what happens is you drop her. And then. Now you have a woman whose heart is bruised because she thought she had a chance with you. She thought things were going a certain way. She's being open with you. She had no reason to be closed off with you because you pick the woman and this is what men do. You will pick the, the woman who ain't got all that baggage and you will use her as the rebound. And now you have bruised this girl's heart for your ego, to stroke your ego during a season where you don't want to be alone during a season where you're needing someone to motivate you and pick you up for your heartache so you have brought someone into your mess it's a, it's like like now it's just a web of mess now you got an innocent bystander in your mess now you got pains and hurts from your past you haven't dealt with because you've hurt from the last relationship you haven't Took the time to be alone with yourself to figure out what went wrong and heal from it. And dealt with it. And now you got your eye on the girl that you really, really want. And you you haven't healed yet. And you're so busy trying to figure out how to get back with her and you haven't healed. And now you're wanting to bring that mess over to her. Do you guys see how the cycle happens? That's why it's important to heal. You heal because you don't, that's toxic behavior. You don't want to bring that into innocent people's lives. They did not sign up for that. People did not sign up for your pain and hurt. When you're hurting, you hurt others around you. And that's not fair. It's like hurt is, hurt is almost like a venom. It's like if you encounter someone that's hurting, it's like protected by viper. Stand back. You, It's like you want to go the other way. And, and not that it's like you can pray for people that are hurting. You know, you can be empathetic to people that are hurting. That's not what I'm saying. Be kind to those that are hurting and understand that everybody is dealing with something. But in our maturity. When you understand that people are dealing with things. You have to be mature enough and smart enough to know I can't get involved in a partnership or a relationship with anyone who is carrying that much pain and has not dealt with it and healed from it. Sometimes you have to love people from afar. Sometimes you have to be like, I can be your friend right now. And you might have to figure out what type of friend you're going to be to them. And when I say friend, you got to define the friendship, define what it is going to be. But it's like, honestly, I can't be in a partnership or a relationship with you right now because I'm carrying too much. We're not as a society. We're not honest about that. Women are not honest about that. Men are not honest about that because you're seeking selfishness. You want someone to come in. And make you happy and put a smack fake. I must be honest, it's gonna get real. This might hurt. Put a fake smile on your face or a temporary bandaid on a wound so that you can get through the moment so that you don't have to deal with the reality of what's real and deal with the real pain and hurt so you can be healed. I'd rather be whole and healed. So I can walk in my purpose and walk in everything I have so it doesn't be hindered from me. Then to walk around fake with a fake smile, fake like I'm happy. And then when God brings the blessing in my life, I'm not prepared for it because I'm still holding on the baggage. And that's what is happening. God can't people praying for stuff and God saying, I got you. I got you. I got girl, boy, I got you got something for you. It's so magnificent, but I can't present it to you right now because you're not ready. I can't bring that good thing into your life right now. I can't bring that Sierra relationship to you because you're not ready. You're going to taint it. You're going to damage it. You're going to destroy it. You're going to say the wrong thing. Or you're going to do the wrong thing by action and you're going to hinder it because what I got for you is so fragile. It needs to be held handled with delicacy and you are not ready for it. And I'm your big sister, Jims. I'm going to tell it like it is to you. This is to my fellas and my ladies A lot of the things that you guys are asking for in life, they're not too big. Don't ever let someone tell you your blessings are too big. If you want it, if you can dream to the moon and back, you better dream to Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Venus. You dream it. You can achieve it. But the thing about it is you better be prepared for it. And a lot of people aren't prepared for the blessing they ask for. So I say that with relationships, you want to be prepared for it. Because it's like asking God to bless mess. You done made a mess and now you want God to bless this mess. He looking back like, shh, he blessing that mess? You crazy. You want me to put my blessing on that mess? That mess you made, you want me to bless that. God don't bless mess, honey. God gives blessings and they overflow when you are whole, when you are walking in obedience to his word. When you are, when he see you doing what you need to do for you, that's when you get blessed. You're going to get grace and mercy all day. You know, because there's a lot of things we didn't done, done. That's why I say nobody's perfect. And then this is open, honest conversation. God gives us grace every day. God gives us mercy every day on situations and things that we've done. So the grace and mercy is there. But if you want the blessing, blessing, blessing. Fix your mess. Because God ain't blessing no mess. You want that relationship? Fix your heart. Get your heart and head in alignment. Make sure your heart can hold love. God's not going to give you the heart of someone else and you destroy it. Because you're not ready. So if you want a relationship that bad girlfriends if you're talking to one of your girls and they keep telling you how much they want to be in a relationship look at your girlfriend and say fix your heart look at them and say okay girl i hear you i hear the desires of your heart now fix your heart make sure you're prepared get yourself in alignment get yourself prepared because a lot of people are asking for blessings they're not ready for and then when it comes it crumbles because you weren't ready because sometimes we don't know what we ask for and we don't know the things that come with it. Just get ready for it. Same thing with you guys. you It's a time when you have to grow up. It's like boys II Men said, or not boys II Men, excuse me. Well, actually, you can use that too. But I'm really speaking of New Edition. Where they had a song where they had to grow from boys to men. I really suggest you listen to that song. But it tells the journey of a man going from... A boy to a man. And it's a beautiful song. And that's where you have to be at. So if you were in your boy stage and you used to getting girls on a rebound and doing this and dating a bunch of girls and chicks and, and girls to fill your head up for your ego. If you want a real relationship, you got to be willing to let that go. Because ain't no girl going to stand Well, a woman. I take that back. A grown girl will put up with it. But a grown woman like myself and my other girl, women that I hang with, honey, we not putting up with that. So if you are a man stepping to me and you're coming with that excess basket of rebounds and other women that you're speaking with, nah, it ain't going to fly. So you got to be ready. So you got to be ready to step into something like it's nothing. Like you can't come with no baggage. You can't come with no rebounds or anything. You got to be ready for her so ready that there's nothing can taint that same thing goes with you ladies like don't be sitting here having all like when you're in your dating season date by all means date that's why you take time to figure yourself out so a lot of girls are so focused on getting into that relationship you don't take time to figure yourself out so if you're in a season of trying to figure yourself out date Figure out what you like, figure out what you don't like and be honest. That's the season that you're in. But don't be looking for the one and then your dating season at the same time. Because when you're looking for the one, all those others has to be, they got to be gone. You can't be dealt with. You got to come with a whole different foundation. You see what I'm saying? Like you don't need to have one in your back pocket and one over here and stuff like that. Because if you're still doing that, then you're not ready. And God's not going to present the one to you because you're not operating as though you're ready and open and ready for the one. And it's just being honest where you're at. And there's nothing wrong with it. We're not throwing stones at no one because we don't do that. Like, I'm just trying to get you to understand in life and be real with yourself. And to walk in your authenticity of saying, you know what? I'm still in the grown girl stage. I ain't ready to make that leap yet. I still... You know, men sold their wild oats. I'm still out here freely, you know, doing me right now. And there's nothing wrong with that. Enjoy your singleness. I enjoy my singleness. I mean, I'm single right now, but I'm enjoying it. Like, enjoy your singleness. Like, that's when you learn the most about yourself. That's when you grow the most is in your singleness. You know who you are. You won't cut corners. You won't allow someone to... You won't waver based upon what somebody else wants. Like too many girls and women rather get into relationships with guys and marriages and they decided they wanted their life one way. And then this man's making you give up your job and you're giving up something you love. But if a man really truly loves you. He was, and he's a man, a grown man and not a grown boy with insecurities because some of y'all are marrying these grown boys with these insecurities. Y'all haven't, he hasn't elevated to manhood yet before you have said, I do. Because a grown man will never li- you give up the desires of your heart he's going to make sure you get the desires of your heart he's going to make sure he's an asset to your life he's going to make sure oh how can I bridge that gap for her because she and my baby want to do this how can I help her elevate in that how can I see her dreams too And my, you know like that's how he's going to be thinking if a man making you give up your heart's desire you might want to rethink that because a man ain't gonna make you make all the sacrifices I'm sorry. He's going to understand. I got to make some sacrifices. And if you are taking all the hits and all the sacrifices for the relationship, you might be married to a grown boy. I know that was a hard pill to swallow and a huge blow, but it's true. And it's honest. I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm trying to give you some real girlfriend advice, some big sister advice that you might need to look at. Because <clears throat> no, that's another podcast. We're going to talk about that. Actually, that is the next one we're going to talk about. But um, I don't want to go too deep on that one because this, this is how it's all tying back. You just might need to look at some things. We're going to talk about that one, lady. Put that one on pause. So I'm coming back to you next week with that one. Um, going back to assets and liabilities. I hope you guys are seeing how all of this balance out because just like you wanna make sure your finances are intact and people go through things and seasons in life. Let's just talk about that, okay? Especially where we're at in in society now, a lot of people finances are gonna get hit with everything that's going on, it's real. Don't be so judgmental sometimes, you know? You're carrying all this baggage and you gotta understand that things happen. Find out what had happened to may have hurt someone's financial pocket or something. Because you don't know. A lot of times things happen to people financially that's not even their fault sometimes. Sometimes it was the fault of someone else that did something. But it just carries under their name so it looks bad. So before we throw stones and judge someone, that's why you have to ask these questions and figure out things and find out what has happened. Nobody's perfect. Let's be grown women, grown men, and let's ask the questions that we need to ask so we can get to where we need. Let's start with our healing. Let's learn how to be an asset to partnerships and relationships and not be a liability in the situation. Let's heal these wounds, these relationships. Up, oh, red flag. And I have to bring this up. Told you we just go with the flow. Look. If someone has hurt you. Stop waiting for the person who hurt you. To to give you. Reconciliation or peace or pain. Sometimes you got to learn how to get your. Sometimes you may never get that apology. From the person who has hurt you from the past. So. You. Can't sit there wanting to go back and be like demanding a you owe me an apology, you owe me this and this and that. Are you waiting for someone to come back from your past to apologize for what you done? Because people are cowards. Let's just put it out there, real salt. People are cowards. People know they did you wrong, but the insecurities and the cowardness, they won't apologize. And this, and then some people may not even be on this earth to apologize. And if they're not on this earth to apologize to you. You're going to have to find reconciliation, write them a letter just to get it out of your system, write out stuff, get it out, record it, whatever you got to do to get it out. Go to the grave, say what you need to say, just get it out of your system so you're no longer carrying that. You got to release that into the atmosphere. If they are still here on this earth, you don't want to get revenge or do anything. Revenge is not for you. Revenge is of the Lord. Just remember that. So if someone has hurt you, you got to find a way to make peace. And again, it goes back to even writing it out. Write out what it is that hurt you about the situation. Write out their name. Write out what they did. And be honest and write out your feelings and how you felt about the situation and how it made you feel. Because when you write it out, that's releasing. You're getting it out and it's therapy. And then if you really bold, rip it up. After you've written it out, rip it up. Because that's something about that ripping effect feels good. That's a release of energy. I'd rather you rip something than to burn something than to destroy something. Like, get it out in a healthy way. You got to heal, people. And you got to understand. Let's talk about confidence for a second. When you can take accountability for your actions... And you can take accountability for what you are battling and what you're dealing with. And when you can freely speak about it, that's confidence. Now you're walking into your authenticity. Now you're being confident. And if you hurt someone and you can genuinely apologize, that's a whole whole other level of confidence. The first to apologize is always the strongest. And also the first to accept the apology is the strongest too. So let's break that down. You're not always going to get the apology you're seeking. Sometimes the apology is never going to look like the way you want it to look. You got to... Forgive for your peace. Don't let someone else hold. Don't let someone else be the gatekeeper of your happiness, peace, and joy. If you're sitting here walking around mad because someone hurt you, you've given them all your power. Now that person has your power because you're sitting here waiting for someone to apologize to you. And they're holding your power of your happiness, peace, and joy. I will not let someone have that much power over me. You might have hurt me, but honey... That's good. We ain't got to be friends going your way. I'm going on my way, but I forgive you because, you know, no better and say this. I forgive you because, you know, no better. That's that's how you forgive someone. You say I forgive them because they knew no better. And that's true. Sometimes when people hurt you, it's because they didn't know no better But you are smart enough to know that they hurt you because they weren't dealing with from their right frame of mind at the time and they didn't know any better don't let them hold that over you like give yourself that release so you can freely be happy and that peace and that joy and if you were the person who have hurt someone and if you're confident enough you'll tell you'll apologize. And that will release you and free you, too. If you can apologize to someone and take accountability, that makes you look extra strong in someone's eyes. That just makes you look confident in someone's eyes. I love a person who can take accountability for their actions because I'm like, okay, now I can respect you. When a person can't take accountability for the stuff that they do, I can't respect that. I can't respect you. if You always running and dodging. And we're seeing that right now. I'm not going to name no names, but. We're seeing that right now. Someone has caused this economy some real pain and they're not taking accountability for their actions. That looks very cowardish, right? So you're not walking. That's an insecure person. You're getting a clear representation of that right now as the world is playing out. And you don't want to be like that. So if anything, let that be an example of what you don't want to be. You want to be the person who takes accountability for your actions and you can say I'm sorry when you know you've done wrong. So you can heal and release and let it go. Like the song saying, Frozen, let it go, let it go. Y'all got to let it go. Um. So in closing, I want to sum this up. Do not. Do not get in any other relationships. If you have not healed from relationships past, it's like ghosts of the past relationships past. If you have family issues, you need to resolve because even when you bring in two families together and there is, you know, drama in the family. You want to bring someone home that everybody can meet and stuff like that. Mend those family ties. Mend all of that stuff like that. You don't want to be embarrassed to bring someone home or be like, oh, I can't bring you home because of my family's like this, like this, like that." Let's fix what we can fix. Let's bridge these gaps. So that you can have those partnerships and those relationships. And before I bring this to close, I wanted to make this point too. When you, sometimes when you meet people, people are afraid to, we don't tell the whole truth. So be mindful that you will meet someone and they will tell half the truth to you. Because, of course, they're embarrassed by their truth. But you can't build on fragments. So if you're going to get in a relationship with someone, that's why it's important to heal. So you're not lying to yourself and more importantly, you're not allowing to lying to your partner or the spouse. Because if you can't be yourself around your partner or spouse, there's no need to be in a relationship. So to eliminate that, to eliminate the lies, you're when you once you start building a relationship on lies you it's already a recipe for disaster. It's doom. you don't want to come out the box like that. So if you feel like you're embarrassed by something from you, heal from it. So you can eliminate this. So, you're not bringing that baggage into the relationship. That's the easiest way to fix it. Make sure it's healed, make sure it's dealt with, so you can tell your truth and be you should be honored by your history and truth. Everybody has a story. everybody has brings this stuff. When you tell your story of your past hurts, it should be a triumphant story and saying. Look at what I've overcome. You should be telling the overcome story. Don't get in partnerships and relationships with baggage for someone else to fix. You should be getting into partnerships and relationships with someone saying, look at my Goliath I slayed. Look at my overcoming story. I want you. Yeah, I've had it rough. Let me show you how rough I've had it. Let me tell you. But not only that, let me tell you how I overcame it. Everybody loves an overcomer. So if you're going to conquer these adversities with style, this is step one. We got to start healing. You got to start overcoming. And when you come to the table now with your to get in a relationship, you can tell the story of how I've overcome. Then God can prepare and bring the person into your life. But if you haven't overcome it and it's still. On the table, you're bringing that extra baggage to the table of what we're trying to build You're just setting back what God has for the both of you. God can have the right person to build, but y'all can't build because you're bringing the setbacks. You're bringing the liability, finances, assets, and liabilities. You want to get rid of all the liabilities so you can have more assets. You want to build your wealth. Think of of what you bring to the table as wealth, not only financially, what your bank account says, but think about, Your health, your mindset, all of this you need to bring, like, this should be an asset. Like, when I get into a partnership with you, it should be, you know, positive. It should be, you should be an asset to my life. If you're not operating out of a place of an asset and you're a liability because you're dealing with anxiety, stress, and stuff like that, it's not going to work. You have to, if you're a person who has anxiety issues... You have to learn how to get a hold on your anxiety. You can't bring that into a relationship or you should know your anxiety so well so that you can tell your partner how to handle because people have anxieties for different reasons. You know what I want to speak on is those who have anxieties from fears. Those who have anxieties from things they haven't held or dealt with. Those are the type of anxieties. Now, the anxieties that come from health diagnosis, that's one thing. We're not talking about that on the table. So please understand the distinction of the difference. But if I'm trying to bridge with you, you got to have a handle on your anxiety first so you can tell me how to help you during those times. Like, this is if you have a medical diagnosis because you have to tell someone how to help you now if because you're just afraid of everything everything you get anxiety about I don't want that bring to my table because it's like now you're walking out of a place of fear and I'm not walking in fear I'm walking in faith that's a mismatch so it's like anxiety rubs off and some people deal with energies and some people are like, no, nah, I can't deal with that with energy. So be mindful of the energy that you present at the table. Don't bring an energy of fear. Don't bring that anxiety energy to partnerships. And I'm going to close there because it's going to cut me off. So in closing, if you want someone in your life that badly, then you will be willing to do the necessary work in healing Before you enter a relationship or partnership or friendship with someone. God doesn't want you to be alone. God wants us to help each other. But do the work so you can have those healthy partnerships and friendships and relationships. I will see you guys in my next episode. To all my gems, stay fly now.